Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Money FM 89.3, welcome back to Sustainable Singapore with me, Rianne Lovell Boland. This is where we delve into how companies and institutions are trying to tackle the issues surrounding climate change. Now, the fashion industry makes a sizable contribution to climate change. According to the World Bank, it's responsible for 10% of annual global carbon emissions, which is more than all international flights and maritime shipping combined. Well, here in Singapore, the Textile and Fashion Federation, more commonly known as TAF, champions programmes which promote environmentally friendly business practices. One such is the Bridge Fashion Incubator Programme. Joining us on the line to share more about how it is helping startups adopt a sustainability-first approach is Benoit Vallin, Senior Programme Director of the Bridge Fashion Incubator, which is also known as TBFI. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Well, first of all, could you give us a brief introduction into the Bridge Fashion Incubator Programme and what were the reasons it was launched in the first place? Well, the Bridge Fashion Incubator Programme is Southeast Asia's first business incubator for the fashion industry. We've seen a lot of creativity coming out of the design community. And to be able to promote that, to nurture it and to foster it, a program that helps highly creative founders focus on business and figure out the strategy, the go-to-market, and the tips and tricks of starting a business was essential towards growing this industry in the region. And can you share a little bit about how you choose sustainable brands for the program? I mean, what is the criteria? Well, sustainability is no longer an option. Sustainability is the default for anybody starting in fashion right now. There is no more question of whether should I be sustainable or not. It is, I will be sustainable and I need to figure out how to make sustainability profitable and how to also be commercially viable under a sustainable business model. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really happy to hear that you said that. So, I mean, what makes the Bridge Fashion Incubator prepared or in the know in how to help these fashion startups? Well, we are, first and foremost, a trade association. And we have not only a Singaporean, but a regional network of partners, manufacturers, suppliers that are all interested in sustainability. So when a new brand comes up to us and say, we are trying to be sustainable, we unlock that network for them and we succeed in helping them finding the right suppliers that will deliver the right product under the right conditions and, of course, sustainability criteria. And could you share some of the brands which are currently in the cohort and also maybe previously that have gone through the program? Well, of course, there's a lot of clothing brands and fashion is clothing, it's accessories, it's now because of COVID home and living. But a few brands that are really making a difference and they're trying to really disrupt the industry with regards to sustainability, I've got three in mind. The first one is called Naturally Black. Now, you might not know this, but black is actually the worst color for the environment. It takes a lot of dye to achieve black. It's basically a very dye-intensive process, and black fades away very, very quickly. So after a few washes, your black becomes gray. And because of that, the people that purchase black product tend to buy new black products to replace them so that they remain black. But naturally black, they have a process that uses corn biomass to create black fiber, innate, not dyed. 
As such, they're able to create a black fiber that's uh, naturally derived and that will remain black over hundreds and hundreds of washes. A second company that's truly trying to disrupt things is Be Human. Now, they're targeting uh, cleansers and shampoos and other types of soaps that individuals use. And as you may know, all these products are mostly water. In order for a company to bring you shampoo or face cleanser, they're shipping you water. Be Human tried to pivot that idea and say, well, we're going to ship you powder and you're going to add the water yourself, minimizing the amount of weight that's being shipped and the overall volume of shipping, making it cheaper and more ecologically friendly to ship products to the customer. And I imagine the packaging itself might be a little different, maybe less need for plastic as well. Exactly. And buying refills is buying little sachets or little reusable bottles of powder. And the last one that I'd like to focus on is Fidelon. It's a marketplace, but it's not like any other marketplace. It's a marketplace that first and foremost prioritizes sustainable brands. And they go one step beyond as not only saying, well, we are featuring only sustainable brands, is that they provide the technological backend to help these brands validate their sustainability and demonstrate their sustainability to their customers. So they have a, a technology called a crypto anchor, which is a blockchain-based technology that helps manufacturers provide transparency in their supply chain to the customer. And Fidelon provides the tools for a customer to explore the supply chain of each brand featured on their sustainable marketplace. Thank you so much for sharing more about that. That was really fascinating to hear. And I think what I would like to touch on now is what you brought up a bit earlier, which you said all fashion brands now have to be sustainable. And also what you mentioned, these companies, they sound very advanced in their sustainability journey. So do you actually think that the fashion industry as a whole is adopting sustainability practices quickly and fast enough? I wouldn't say quickly or fast enough. Uh, there is definitely a forward movement in building of new brands that are sustainability focused. These new brands are starting from scratch. They are building their brand DNA. They are building their um, entire supply chain. So it's easy for them to choose and to make the right decisions with regards to sustainability. The larger brands with the more complex uh, supply chains and ecosystem are struggling because shifting a moving ship is extremely, extremely difficult and costly. So for a large company to say we're going to become sustainable is a journey that will take possibly a decade or two. Now, when we are looking at manufacturers, the manufacturers are the backbone of the industry and they are coming up with new business models that reduce uh, the need for mass production, that make it economical to manufacture in small batches. Uh, There's more and more technologies that enable small batch manufacturing at a reasonable price. So we are seeing the right movement forward in sustainability. And that, in my opinion, will be done through the smaller brands. The mass market brands will become sustainable eventually. They might have sustainable collections or items in their portfolio, but for a whole multinational to become 100% sustainable will take decades. Just touching on what you said there, you know, technology, which is actually a key part of the program. So how do you help these startups adopt a sustainability first approach, especially through technology advances? Well, 
something about technology is that it's disruptive. And the fashion industry is extremely traditional in the way that it exists, that it manufacture products, that it brings products to market. And for technology to be introduced, it is a dramatic disruption in the status quo of the business. So when we see new technologies arising, uh, a way of doing digital yarn dyeing or a way to doing small volume printing on fabric, a way to doing minimum order quantity one manufacturing for brands, this is a way that that disruption happens. Now at TAF, being a trade association, being connected in the industry, we have access and we know what these technologies are, where they are, who has them. So when a brand comes up to us and say, we're building our products, we're building our brand, how can you help? Well, we are able to connect these designers, these brands to the right people in the industry for being a sustainable brand. Speaking about Singapore in particular, how does the program work to position Singapore as a key player in all of these sustainability and innovation and also Asian craftsmanship? How does it put it on the map? Well, Singapore has, much like in many other industries, uh, a crucial position of being at the junction between the East and West. Now, in fashion industry, the East and West means consumers and producers, whereas most of the production is being done in Asia, most of the consumption is being done in the West. A lot of the brands are setting up regional headquarters in Singapore to be able to control this production, this manufacturing ecosystem. Being at, in Singapore, being a technology company in Singapore means having direct access to these regional headquarters, to these decision makers that are impacting the decisions of how products are going to be manufactured. So Singapore is really uniquely positioned to be able to have impact not only on the regional but on a global scale when it comes to fashion. At the same time, Singapore is kind of the epicenter for innovation for many countries, for many regions, right? Companies are coming to Singapore to tap into the ecosystem, to tap into the network, to tap into the qualified manpower. So we have the opportunity to shape the manpower, to develop the competencies, the expertise, and the knowledge to be able to disrupt the industry. What is your hope for the TBFI program? I mean, you've already had many, many cohorts, but what's the long goal here? Well, our hope is that through TBFI, we will be able to create an ecosystem of disruption. We will have sufficient technologies that are, will have been gone through TBFI or associated to TAF or through TAF that we have the opportunity to really disrupt the industry through a systematic approach to sustainability. So being able to take a large brand and that will come to us and say, we need to become sustainable. And then us turning around and saying, well, we have all these companies, all these suppliers, all these solutions that are here for you that are based in Singapore that will be able to lead that transformation. And it sounds like you're well on the way to doing that. And thank you so much for joining me, Benoit Vallin, Senior Program Director of TBFI, and for sharing more about enabling fashion startups to go green. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was my pleasure. If you'd like to learn more, you can find out at tbfi at taf.org.sg. This has been Sustainable Singapore. I'm Rianne Lovell-Boland on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.